0: Sorry, that was a long awkward pause there because uh, I didn't realize it was recording yet. So I'm just going to do a, a little review podcast here, and I'm going to cover a couple topics in one. Um, and basically, what I've done is, I, as I went through your last REQ or asked you what was muddy, and then I asked you that in class recently, I kind of called that down as some topics, and I just want to review those um, pretty quickly. But before I review those, let me tell you what I'm not going to review in this podcast. Um, I'm not going to talk about needs assessments, which is something that came up a couple times. One of the reasons I'm not going to do that is because there's another podcast specifically on needs assessments. Um, Also, there isn't a really detailed question on the exam about that. Um, Similarly, I'm not going to talk about writing smart goals and objectives because there's another podcast just on that. You will have to do that on the exam. Um, I'm not going to talk about uh, pricing philosophy even though I really want to because I think it's interesting Um, but there is again not a question on the exam about that I think it's useful for you to know um, but probably in depth more uh, better covered in a financial management course I will say broadly what I wanted you to take away from that is, um, this idea that the way we price programs is part math and budgeting, uh, and part philosophy and what we want to do with the price. I'll leave it at that. Um, so that, that really brings me down to two things that I'm going to discuss, um, marketing and risk management. Uh, and let me just, preface both of those by um, saying one of the challenges of this course, but I also think it's a good thing, is it's this kind of broad swath introductory material. So, um, you will take a full semester class on marketing. Um, You will take, well, you you might take a class on law and risk management, depending on your major, um, but it's certainly worthy of a full class. Um, So, what you're getting here is a a touch of it. Um, So, a broad broad overview. And so that's, that's what I want to give you a broad overview. Let's start with marketing. So um, the biggest thing, if I had to say the biggest thing I wanted you to take away from the marketing piece, that's something you'll learn in your marketing class, but uh, I want to hammer it home to you now, uh, is this idea of segmenting and targeting. So let's take segmenting first. So segmenting is dividing, up our potential consumers into identifiable categories. So I'm in my office right now. I'm surrounded by books. If we thought of these books as our potential customers, I could divide them into categories. I could divide them into fiction, nonfiction. I could divide them into paperback, hardback. I can divide them into category, um, social issues, teaching materials, sport books, okay? So you can think of there's lots of different ways I can divide them, okay? So in that way, I've segmented my books in this case, okay? Those are our customers. I've segmented them into different categories, okay? And you can divide or segment things in multiple different ways, okay? Targeting is choosing who we're gonna focus our marketing efforts on. Okay, what what segment or more likely and more complicated, what combination of segments are we going to focus on? Oftentimes I see two common errors. Okay. The first one is when people start segmenting, when they do their segmenting, they immediately start targeting. So they say segment one, kids ages six and under. Segment two um i don't know why i'm drawing a blank. <laughs> boys <laughs> we'll just go with something simple um, but what they've done there is, is they've immediately identified a target where your segmentation strategies there are age gender okay and within that you have multiple potential categories just like the books i have fiction and non-fiction my segment isn't fiction books my fig- segment is type of book fiction nonfiction. So segment should be a list of all your categories, potential categories, not all of them. You could think of many, many. Then when we target, we identify okay, which segments or again, combinations of segments um, to focus our marketing efforts on. In class, I gave you some criteria for what makes a good segment, what makes a good target. This is useful at this point to be aware that those types of criteria exist um, for our purposes right now. That's not like a list you need to memorize. Okay. Do that in marketing class, I hope. Uh, but you don't need to memorize that now, but just be aware we first divide into segments. Okay, We have certain criteria of what makes a good segment. From there, we pull out our target market. So Make sure you're not jumping to the target market. That's the most common thing I see people skip the segmentation. Or sometimes see a target market that's not even in a segment, okay? So segmentation, then targeting. Those are the marketing things I want you to know. The other thing that that came up a couple times is risk management. So um, broadly, we can talk about risk management in terms of Identifying the risks, assessing the risks, and making a plan to manage those risks. It's a fairly simple, straightforward process. Okay? So we identify them. What are they? What are the risks? Okay, we can categorize those, psychological, financial, physical. Then we want to assess them, and we assess them on um, two criteria, the likelihood of it happening and the probability of it happening. And then we can divide that into, usually we do it into into four. You can do more complicated things, but um, four categories, high probability, high impact. It's very likely to happen. If it does, it's going to be very bad. Okay. Low probability, low impact. It's unlikely it's going to happen. And even if it does, it really doesn't matter. Okay. High probability, low impact. Okay. Very likely to happen, but low impact, not a big deal. Okay. And then low probability high impact not likely to happen but if it does it's very bad once we've kind of placed those things in the categories we can decide what to do with them we can avoid okay that risk isn't worth it we're going to eliminate that part of the program okay we're not going to touch it so for example think anything that's high impact and high probability you want to avoid highly likely to happen and it's going to be really bad don't do those things on the flip side, anything that's low impact, low probability, so unlikely to happen, not gonna be bad even if it does. Okay, We generally just retain those risks. We're not gonna do anything about them. It's fine, it's not a big deal. The things in the other two categories is where it gets a little more complicated. Okay, High probability and low impact. Okay, Likely to happen, not gonna be bad, but likely to happen, so maybe we could, should do something about it. Or low probability, high impact. Not likely to happen, but if it does, it's really bad. Okay. So we want to think about in those cases, usually reducing the risk. How do we manage it? How do we make it less of a risk? Sometimes we'll transfer the risk, okay, which is we do through insurance and other ways. Um, but mostly I want you to think about how you reduce those risks. Okay. So, so keys here are identifying the risks, assessing the risks, okay? and then develop a strategy. Retain, avoid, transfer, reduce of how you manage that risk. Big thing you need to know for the exam is that I have given you the questions. Like, literally, not figuratively. I have given you the questions. I haven't given you the example that the questions are going to be based on, but I'm giving you the questions so you know exactly, exactly, exactly what to study. Okay, that's it. As always, if you have questions, please let me know. Good luck.